0: What's up guys welcome again to another episode of to this cut to the chase thank you very much for tuning in always subscribe like and share we always appreciate that it is man i am so excited to be here today Um, i haven't uh, been at uh, wfn studios um aka the studio the studio um But uh, hopefully you guys have been catching up on all the past episodes that we have been uploading onto YouTube. Uh, You guys have been so helpful with um, comments and stuff. So it's also, you know, it's also been very, very fun to do them. So keep listening, guys. And I appreciate that. It is a very, very hot, hot stretch of summer here in Boston, Massachusetts. It's really hot. It's so hot. Yo, it is Africa hot. That's all. like when I mean Africa, hot, I'm talking about like the gods must be crazy hot i'm talking about like you know just ugh, sticky humidity yo for any of you guys that don't have never came to the east coast or boston or new york city the humidity here is so bad it's so bad that's the one thing about um, warm weather summertime that i hate is like humidity it's, it's just not good and you have to take multiple showers during the day um some of you I know you guys don't take multiple showers I know that you know we, we I'm not here to judge, but there's some people that you know too guys that don't take multiple showers in a, on a summer hot day and you know honestly I think that's um pretty nasty and in some cases, I think it's been ruled by the Supreme Court terror, a terrorist action. I think so. If you don't take showers, multiple showers during the summer to make sure that you're fresh and clean, uh, I think you're doing a disservice to yourself and to this country. No one asked for my opinion, but I'm just going to give it to you. The reason, yo, there was one guy when I was coming home from a gig, he his armpits, like when you're on the bus, do you, have you guys ever been under a person where their armpits are above you and they're like holding the, whatever it's called, the the, the overcarriage or the under, whatever the heck it's called, and the armpit is just exposed right in front of your nostrils and you, and you can't get away? This guy's... Armpit. I've never smelled a stench. The odor. I'm gonna tell you right now. If I I, I don't know what monkeypox is, but if monkeypox had a smell, that's what I would envision it to be. It was the nastiest, um, crudest, um, just ugh. It's just you know, in his sweat, you could just tell. It's just it's all of him. It's just. It's his sweat, his, his, his fears, his, (laughs) his childhood was like everything that was bad with this man that ever happened to him in his life. It, it was shown through the, uh, you know, it was, I don't know, it was just nasty. And I wanted to tell him to take a shower, but I couldn't. And I just had to hold my breath for the whole ride. You know, I held, I held my breath for like two minutes. For a second, I, I could have. For a second, because I held my my breath for two minutes, I, I actually recorded it, and I was gonna send it to like the like the United States Navy SEALs, just to see if I I could possibly pass the test. I don't know if I would be able to pass a Navy SEAL test at my age. I gotta ask Nikki about that. I mean, Nikki is already telling me no. I mean, he hasn't even given me the shot to even show. I, I haven't even stretched in front of Nikki. He's already telling me I couldn't be a Navy SEAL. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, interesting week. Um, I went to actually I haven't gone yet because I just realized that we're doing this podcast that before it happened, <laughs> But I'm going to Alicia Keys concert tomorrow. Yes, gotta go see my boo Alicia Keys. I'm very excited about that. Um, the only thing that I'm worried about is the humidity because it's outside. It's an outside thing, um, so I don't know. And um, but I'm I gotta go see the. Um, I mean, summer's almost over, guys. What the fuck are you guys doing, honestly? I mean, we only have about like another month of summer, and then it goes right into just really cold weather. I mean, where I am, I don't know where you guys are, but I'm trying to enjoy the rest of my summer. I'm trying to be, as the kids say, outside. Ugh. Ugh. I'm outside. We outside. What, the, what are we coming to, guys? What do we. Co- I'm inside. We, older people with wisdom, we want to be inside. You're more safer inside. You got AC, you got ice water with lemon. Little you could put even a splash of cranberry if you want to get a little excited. You can't do that outside. The world is going the the world is going nuts. People want to be outside. Um I'm trying to get more familiar with this monkeypox situation that's going on. I've been reading. Um and when i say reading i mean just like instagram like just just you know talking points basically um i mean i don't have it which is good um if hopefully none of you guys have it and if you know anyone who has it um just stay away that's the only thing i can give you i feel like that should have been the report that was should have been given by fauci what i just said stay away <laughs> If there's, like, a virus and, like, bad health shit's going on, why does, like, Fauci have to make this whole, like, speech tutorial that goes on for, like, 24 hours? Just say, hey, shit's happening. You see the person next to you that looks like that? Stay away. Until they get better, just stay away. And it would have condensed everything. If he just said, everyone, stay away from everyone when the coronavirus, like, was hit, we would have been more, we would have been better if he just was like yo stay away from people. Just stay away. Don't tell them how to stay away. Don't tell them what to wear to stay away. Just say yo stay away. See what this dude looks like? If you stay next to him, you could look like him. And then people would get it. You know what I mean? Anyways, I'm running for the next uh, CDC director. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh I want to bring in Nikki in because I haven't seen Nikki neighborhoods in a little while. Um and I want to give Nikki Neighborhoods a round of applause. <laughs> now, Nikki went ahead and jumped the gun on gave the applause. I never, <laughs> I never, you didn't say when. I didn't say, I didn't tell him when. I didn't even mention the reason of the applause, but he went ahead and gave I've the been applause. trying to use
1: that soundboard for <laughs> the last like month.
0: As soon as I came into the studio, your finger was on that.
1: Chase <laughs> is here, everyone.
0: Well, thank you. Double tapping it by accident? Well, to be honest with you, no one really applauds for me when I come in anywhere. So this, I, I look forward to this all the time. I appreciate the applause. Uh, Nikki, I appreciate the, the temperature of the studio. It's really... its, it's a nice, tranquil, cool um, temperature in the studio. Um, I'm looking forward to you creating the studio the way you want.
1: Yeah. I uh, want to create a studio and I want to... Cre- uh, see, I, I treat the studio like I have more than one uh, you know comedian or artist on my well not on my network but like the goal someday maybe would be to have multiple podcasts under the studio moniker you know
0: he's he's got goals ladies and gentlemen
1: so I want to create a studio as if it were you know one of the great recording studios I don't know the name of any studios that people go to record at but I would imagine that there's some iconic ones the temperature's got to be right. I'm going to put a fridge right there, bottles of water. okay. Fiji. Um, Fiji or Evian, you get your choice. Okay. Or Aquapana.
0: Now we're talking
1: because we might want to do some Latin podcasts.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Tapa Chico. That's the four right there. That's in my opinion, that's the four, only four waters.
0: I'm not going to lie, Nick. I've been, I've been wanting to say this for a long time. Uh, first of all, I love the the benchmarks that you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. They're good. Mm-hmm. the The production benchmark that you have going on, mm-hmm. I, l- I love it, and I'll support you in any way that I can. Um, by means, support pretty much drinking all the water. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I've been wanting to say this for a long time. You definitely have the ability to do that. Um, but also, I was like thinking about this the other day. I was like, Nikki neighborhoods. Kind of has the energy and the look um, by someone that you could always ask to take a walk in the mall. Always, right? Be- you have a, because you have it's that, not you know, a you know, fast walk. Yeah, you have a like a, a a demeanor where it's like if I ever asked you to go for a walk, you would say yes. Mm-hmm. In in the, in the mall on like a Sunday morning, yeah, where before it's open. I've d- I've
1: done it many times. I walk in the Prudential Center Mall all the time. Get some blue bottle coffee. I was never allowed out as a kid. I was I had a strict upright So whenever I could get to the mall and you just were an outside.
0: You were not outside?
1: No. Well, I was outside. If it was in the vicinity of my home. Uh, so I wasn't out outside.
0: You was out outside? I wasn't like, you, you was, know, you wasn't on the
1: other side of town, you know, outside.
0: Yeah. You was like probably a, a yell call away from mom. Outside,
1: I had to be I had to be home at a certain time. See, but, but so so any chance I got to go to the Rockingham Mall in Salem, Massachusetts. If anyone or Salem, New Hampshire, if anyone's been there, yeah, Burlington Mall. I'm a big mall guy. I enjoy the malls. I
0: was a big. I was a, that was our era back then, right? Mm-hmm. The mall hang was the thing. I remember when I was a was a kid in high school for sure. One of my first cool jobs was working at Champ Sports. Nineteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. great time to work in a, in a in a sneaker store, right? Yeah, number one because all the best sneakers come in the, from the nineties. Hundred percent.
1: Oh, all the best sneakers, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, basketball, even cross trainers. Yep. I mean, there was a time where like rollerblading made a comeback. Yep. Yep. We, we were selling a shitload of rollerblades. Yep. Ever since White Man Can't Jump came out, see, when, for
1: me, it was He Got Game. Ever since, the, ever since Denzel rocked those Jordans and amongst the other outfits that were in that movie, the, the wardrobe for that movie was kind of like my aesthetic <laughs> up until probably like
0: sophomore year of high school. I could see you dress up kind of like Wesley Snipes a little bit mm-hmm. with the tank top tucked into the shorts. Oh, yeah, because
1: Jordan did it. Jordan wore Jordan's warm up before the game. Was his jersey or a t-shirt tucked into the warm-up pants with the open sides?
0: You do got always t- tucked. You do in. have a you do have a tucked-in body like you, you you're a tucker in. Yeah, if I can, you do got the body where you would you would tuck in your t-shirt into your you, you for warm ups If we
1: were going, yeah, if we we're playing, if we were being athletic, yeah.
0: Oh, so, so, so you think so. So you so you think it equates to being athletic? By, by what I'm ha-
1: saying is, like, if we were, if you and I were in a summer league, you would show up untucked because that's you. You're relaxed. <laughs> I'm very relaxed. You're relaxed. Maybe an untied shoe. One definitely will be untied. one untied shoe during warm up. Yeah. I am ready for the game before the game starts.
0: <laughs> My braces are on. My were you th- <laughs> were you the guy? <laughs> that kid on the basketball team where his. Like, his parents, like, sacrificed to drive all the kids anywhere, but you never got playing time? Were you that kid? No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know who the kids that you're talking about. You know the kid I'm talking about. I know the kid I'm talking about. I know the like, nice kid Like, nice kid.
0: There's always that kid that has a parent that's willing yeah. to do everything. Yeah. Let's, let's... Oh, we're going for ice cream. Nope. Everyone comes in my car, my van. Yeah. Yep. Billy? I didn't Billy, have... did you get Sean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Does Sean has a ride home? And you're pissed off because you're like, Sean fucking... Yeah. All he does is play all game. He doesn't deserve a ride home. Make him walk. Just asking. Come to find out Sean doesn't have a dad. Um, I was the kid on the basketball team that... I had the I had gear, but I didn't have too much gear. Mm. I was always very cognizant. Do not be the kid with too much gear on.
0: Oh, the kid with too much gear that mm-hmm. doesn't get playing time? Yeah those guys stick out. Yeah. Because you know that they buy all the top cool stuff. But they know they're never going to get into a game but they want to look good yep. in warm-ups. Because yes. you know if you don't get a lot of playing time, if you're on a if you're on a team, a basketball team, especially in high school, even college. Maybe, I don't know if college, but maybe definitely high school. If you're the kid that doesn't get a lot of playing time, the only time that you have to make sure that people see you is warm-ups. Mhm.
1: You need to figure out what layups you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Those kids will never shoot a jump shot. It's always a layup. If they can dunk, which they can't because sl- they'd be in the game. Yeah. Or they would, you know, they would slop the backboard. Those kids have a great backboard dap. Yeah, they have the, ba- yeah, the tappers. So
0: t- mostly, it's mostly, oddly enough, two hands. Two hand tappers. Yep. They want to tap the backboard. They want to make a loud noise. Yep. So let the whole gym hear them, yep, but they never get in the game, never. And then when they do get in the game, the same layup that they have the opportunity to do always miss, they always rush it, because they have one
1: thing that is like, oh, he's quick. My thing was like I could I could I could jump and rebound and, and shoot the ball like
0: wait 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 until wait. No, until no, no, I
1: could do all the basic fundamental things until the game started. whoa, hmm. And then once the game started, I couldn't finish a layup to save my life. <laughs> Open gym with the var, like, fine. People right. are looking at me like, "Where the fuck? Where the fuck was this?" During the JV game, during the freshman game,
0: right? I never, I never. I played. was like, I don't know. I never played freshman. Sorry, I don't know. Well, see, you,
1: you were, you grew up in a little bit of a different um, era where you kind of where you kind of just were like if you could be out that's what you were doing and you were playing different kind of you were playing different kids you weren't playing tyler in his backyard every every day that's the only person you're playing is is tyler you're going out and playing against uh, other people yeah yeah you're getting exposure to other people so it builds your confidence
0: up oh yeah 100% that's actually a great point that you just made because what The one thing that I remember when you made that statement was me taking train rides to Madison Park High School from Malden during the summer when I played BMBL. Yeah. Which I wasn't even supposed to play BMBL because I'm not from Boston. But Mm -hmm. you know, back in those days of you know, you just Yeah. It was you can play if you knew somebody or you knew the coach. And I remember that my basketball IQ and just skills elevated just by one summer by coming into the into the city, by playing like basically, yeah, I was probably the best at my high school or one of the top, I'm definitely the top five in the high school because I was a starter. Okay. But I mean, take me and put me in like versus like a kid who's a starting point guard at Charlestown High or South Boston High, like a Jonathan DePena or Monty mm-hmm. Mack, you know. Or- Or, like, you know, playing against, like, Scooney Penn. Mm -hmm. Scooney was a little older than me. I'm just going to do a little nostalgia thing real quick. It was the top point guards when I was playing, coming out of Massachusetts, was, like, Jonathan Depina, guards, Monty Mack, Shannon Crooks, Pat Bradley, um, Donnie Joseph from, like, Cambridge. I mean... We talked about this I think briefly. The era like we're like from like 94 I would say mid 90s to like about early 2000s mm-hmm. was a great time for high school basketball. Great
1: time for high school basketball, especially for Massachusetts. You
0: were well, graduating class of what? High school? Yeah. Um I was 99.
1: Oh, that's a good 99s a good solid year. I I think it was 04. So in between, like,
0: in still, be- you're still not. You're still. We still had like. I feel you know, like
1: 97 to 04 is is a good chunk of, um, serious high school talent yeah.
0: in Massachusetts. I remember this kid Scott Hazelton. He was that class. Oh yeah, Scott Hazelton. I know Scotty. that. Yeah, I know Scott. We played against Scott. Yep. Scott was a freshman when I was a The good.
1: McLaughlin. Uh, uh, everything for me was up in the Merrimack Valley. So it was all like, um, okay. I forget the kid's name, McLaughlin, the Vetranos, like. A bunch of like, but 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 like, were they wise guys? We were, yeah. We would, but like, we were the white kids that just hustled hard, and so we would go and and we would play. But we would have to take. So you said something earlier. You taking the train? First of all, when you take a train to a sporting event, and you're going to participate in it, yeah, you're not getting back on that train f- without leaving it all there.
0: <laughs> that because that train <laughs> because ride home that is sucks. That is not a fun train ride home and it started when i was very very young so so the ability for me to absorb loss came very very young for me Mm -hmm. how to handle loss Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know what i mean like so loss and failure to me is like doesn't compute you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you know when someone's like hey just try it's like nah man you ask someone or if you overhear someone saying hey man, give this a try you know and they're just like no i can't do it i don't want it's it's uh, what if I? What if I don't make it? What if I? And I'm I'm one of these people. Like and
1: oh, see that was me. I was like, I was like, I'm not even gonna try and play varsity. I'm just uh, gonna go play volleyball. I ended up playing volleyball in college, which I don't think is something you necessarily brag about. But um, good calves, maybe. I could jump. Like I said, I could jump. Yeah. I could do the things to keep you to keep me active. But there was no pressure because no one gave a fuck about volleyball.
0: Smaller ball. No one cared. Yeah, smaller ball. Could dunk it. Yeah.
1: I'm like, oh, I can finally dunk. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, uh, y- y- the that just j- being pushed, almost being pushed into it of like, okay, uh, Chase is here, blah 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 blah. This is us. We're gonna run. Get ready. Let's go. We're gonna go on after yeah. these guys. The the element of that you have to, if it's not around you, you have to create it in to other ways. It. It's really, t- it's really
0: yeah. tough. Yeah, create it. Also, if you can't create it, if you don't have like, if you don't can't create it, at least put yourself in that environment go go and to just it. go, yeah, and then you'll eventually figure it out, but that's what and then again, this kind of hovers around with the with the idea of like with what's happening now with people who are just like, like just breaking like they're just they're just falling apart over things that are just seems like not that hard to fall apart for you know what I mean like it's just like why you why are you like just some people now are just like just getting way so anxious and they're like, whatever. It's just like, I'm just like, dude, it's okay to fail. Like, you have yeah. tomorrow. Like, you know, <laughs> yep. so, like, I think we talked about it, it's Like, people are afraid to like make a mistake. That's what I'm talking We we, yeah. we talked about that on a few episodes before and it leads into that. So me going on a train, going to the, like coming from all, the, it'll be like an hour. Then you got to wait for the game before. Mm-hmm. So now you're watching like really great players before you, you know, and then you have to be like, oh shit, I, I got to play at least up to this caliber. Mm-hmm. And then if you win or lose then you uh, you you take on whatever that emotion from that then you got to deal with the ride home mm-hmm. now you're by yourself on the train you're like oh damn I should have made that pass better I should have like you know and now when you get home now you're probably like an hour late you should have been home from your parents now you're not only did you lose at the game now your parents are all not you because you're being late <sighs> I'm right? already
1: stressed out just thinking about this whole this whole this, event you're yeah
0: you're already getting stressed <laughs> out right now <laughs> like, about it
1: I'm like so then, but see that, but see, I think that is what I, when, when I have a kid, like that's the thing I want them to have. It's so hard. Um, it's so hard to create that pressure and that freedom. Yeah. It's very hard to create. Pressure. Pressure. Because I think there was a lack of pressure. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just, for me with sports, there was no pressure. It was do, do you want to play? Then go play. If you don't, you don't have to. Well,
0: if, well you know, yeah. For that's different. And we'll, there was no pressure. Yeah. To, and there
1: was no pressure to. Oh, if you don't do good, you just go play another sport or do something like that. Right. I feel like when you live in an, in a city, oh, that's because yeah. the, the, cause, you know. It's not like I lived in a complete bubble. I would, you know, we'd go to Lawrence. We'd go play in the summer league. and It doesn't have to be Lawrence or Dor. I'm just saying a populated, say it. a populated, it. I'm going to just, I got to, <laughs> I had to do that one. Um, <laughs> it just has to be a populated city where kids are going to be looking at you the next day being like, yeah, I saw you play yesterday.
0: Ooh, yeah. Right? You know, and that,
1: that pressure of like, okay, you suck too. Yeah. And then you go back and forth. And then tomorrow, okay, so we sucked. And then we, I feel like when you kind of live in a bubble, it, there's the, it's a different kind of pressure. It's like, don't fail. You yeah. can't fail the next time. You I mean, can't, it's like, it yeah. doesn't matter.
0: doesn't matter. Just keep going. I mean I, I mean, I remember like coming up in high school where we had to deal with the, I had to deal with the pressures of like the fellow, like, the students that were in not high school. Yeah. You know, Peers. the ones that, yeah, the ones that were just like, you know, yeah, you're not going to make the basketball team. You're not that good. You're not going to make varsity. You're only a freshman. Yeah. You know, you got like, you got to deal with that, right? First, then you deal with like your, your environment, the pressures of your environment every day. Mm-hmm. Then once you deal with that, then you got to deal with the pressures outside your environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Then you get in it, but then you go and dealing like with different people from different cities, you know? So I'm very fortunate. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I was thinking, like, man, I'm actually pretty grateful that I've experienced, like, the things I've experienced. You know, you don't really necessarily want to acknowledge that when you're going through it. Mm -hmm. Because you're just like, this is shit. Why am I going through this? I don't deserve this. But as you get older and you start kind of figuring out how to balance, you know, your your life, you start asking yourself, okay, why am I like this? Versus why these people, you know, you start Mm -hmm. thinking about your past and you start seeing I'm like, oh, okay. this is the reason why I'm like this, because, you know, I dealt with this, you know. So I guess my point is, is like, I'm very fortunate that I was able to start young with knowing about like just work ethic, pressure, how to handle pressure at a young age. You know, 11, 12, 13 years old, Mm -hmm. you know, going to like playing. Dude, I guess to just really sum it up for this particular segment of the episode, sports, I think, is so important for kids. I feel like it mm-hmm. teaches you how to be, how to work in a team environment, how to handle pressure, mm-hmm. how to handle things that are going well and how to handle things where they're not going well. So I always advise, you know, parents who have kids or want to have kids, man, put them in some organized type of situation. Individual sports are good, too. If you're just not, I get it. Like yeah. if you play golf, if you swim, I get it. But you still need people. You need good coaching, too.
1: That's the thing, too, I think is important is like you're not you're not going to be good at all these things. That's the thing. Like I was never the best athlete. But in in some instances, I just had really good coaches where it's like you don't have to do you don't have to be a, a power hitter. You just have to make sure that the ball doesn't go past you if it's hit in the outfield. Yeah, you don't want you don't want no, you <laughs> that know. That will help us do these other things. You're a big part of the team and you have to do this.
0: You're the type of dude that you're just like, okay, I want to know enough athletic ability where 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 it, if I'm playing right field, and I've never got a ball hit to me all game. I have at least enough athletic ability when that ball gets hit to right field to me that I'm going to make that catch so I don't embarrass myself in front of everyone. I should have been in theater. <laughs> that's, what right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clearly, I was not the best athlete. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. What what you were saying, I, I think, is like, you know, there's a big mental aspect to sports, right? Kids, for me, I was I was in my head every second of every fucking tryout. Well, there it is. Of every second, every every time I was on a court or a, a field or whatever, I was just constantly, don't screw up, don't fuck this up, don't do that. And then it's really? just like every. Single second. I never was like that. Yeah. I can't. That's I'm trying to understand. What I'm saying, and I think the point that I just connected is because you have to worry about getting on the train. You have to worry about getting to the field. You have to worry about. There's all these other things that are added to the fact of like, oh, I also have to play good. I want to play good. So when you're forced to manage all of that, you kind of let go of the little insecurities.
0: Well, I think I left it completely out. Back, yeah, yeah. I left all my insecurities out when I played sports because everything I had to deal with outside from sports was way more realer than what actually I was doing on the court.
1: Yeah, you miss the train, you can't go. Yeah, or you right. gotta wait, or you are late. You know, whatever. It's like,
0: so when I played, it was all just free. It was just I really, I, I wasn't thinking at all.
1: That was the that was the the reward almost. Being able to just go and play and and lose yourself in in the hour of playing because then it's like fuck I gotta now I gotta get back on the train I gotta get back on the red line I gotta
0: gotta do this this. I gotta deal with my mom like telling me this is stupid you're not gonna make the NBA you're fucking five foot seven (laughs) like whatever (laughs) trying to convince her I am gonna make the NBA that was a thing I would do anything to hear your mother
1: tell you that you're not gonna be in the NBA I just can't imagine. Moms are just funny in that way yeah. when they have to break it to their to their kids. That it's you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can be things, but that this thing is not what
0: you're going to be. The whole time, though, I was really <laughs> the whole time. I really thought, though, that I could have made the NBA. That's the thing. Like, like even to this day, there's a part of me that's like, hey, you know, I could probably do it.
1: <laughs> this is the best part. But <laughs> this is people where this is where, you know, there needs to be a there's a spectrum. I'm clearly on one end of the spectrum. Chase is on the other. There needs to be something in the middle.
0: What I'm saying is I'm not saying that I could be like, no, you I, think I you could be play, play in the NBA right now, like a LeBron James. What I'm saying is I can definitely be the guy. You're making an argument, Chase. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but
1: you're making an argument that retired professional athletes make on talk shows.
0: You look at that one. I am. This is like an I argument that Antoine I, Walker
1: would make. Where he's like, okay, for a, a 10 year career in the NBA. Sure. A prolific college player, I would
0: say, Great. I would say a very good NBA player. Played with one of the best. He played with actually one of my point guard heroes in Massachusetts, Wayne Turner from Boston.
1: This is the argument he would make is I know I couldn't take it over like LeBron.
0: But I could contribute. Well, Antoine Walker, I think you give him a little less credit than what he deserves. He actually was, like, really, really good. He was really, like, the really the true point forward. Like, he recreated that, like, position after, like, Scottie Pippen.
1: So what I'm saying is...
0: Yeah, I kind of deflected his question. So yeah, but what, because
1: what I'm out. saying is is that you're
0: making the same argument that he would make because you think that you could play. First of all, I don't want to be, like... First of all, Antoine Walker lost all his money in fucking gambling, <laughs> so don't ever... <laughs> that
1: has to do
0: Compare me to anything that Antoine Walker does. By the way, Antoine, I love you. Go Celtics, number eight, always. But no, I could beat Antoine Walker now. I could mm. beat Antoine Walker now.
1: Now that I'm interested in. Here we go. Now that game I'm interested in. I
0: could be Antoine. Indoor Walker or outdoors? Always indoor. I don't like outdoors. <laughs> I don't like the concrete on my feet. It's so a little aggressive. I'm there with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, indoors game, game to 10 Yep um, and, um, It has to be indoors no, Not only now, It has to also be uh, An early afternoon game It can't be early Because <laughs> <laughs> my muscles Need to be warmed For a good three hours Like I can't Like now I don't have the I don't have 9am pickup game body No I have like 2.15 2.15 3.15 Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah I have that You're type. coming in sober The rest of the people Are hungover You're right I want to play The people after they had lunch Yeah (laughs) There might be some Itis happening You know They're a little fatigued I know You gotta be a little bit smarter When you're When you're a little older uh, When you play at a high level Like I do
1: You playing Antoine Walker In a a game to ten
0: Ones Mm -hmm. and twos Mm -hmm.
1: I really Like the thought of that
0: Yeah Ones and twos I mean he can't post me up Um, I mean if he did I mean it'd be fine I'd be I'd be okay um,
1: I think the stipulation of him not being able to post you—he up can't makes post sense.
0: me up because he's still. All right. If Antoine Walker, this is how I would be: game out to eleven, no layups, no post-ups, only jump shots. I would spot him six points. I'd still win.
1: So you had you had a stipulation of something that he couldn't do, and then you yeah, said show you up. would spot him. <laughs> Six
0: points and still Yeah, he matter. can't show up. That's the stipulation.
1: And I think, again, you know, do you want to be a nervous wreck? Do you want your kids to be a nervous wreck when they're playing sports? No, but do you want them to be delusional to think that they could still play for the San Antonio Spurs, which you did say on, like, our second or third episode?
0: Maybe yeah. Maybe yes. Maybe the answer is yes. Hey, listen, if I drop another 30 pounds and, and, and if they gave me a 10-day, a I got to train for at least six months. I got to train at least six months at a high cardiovascular level. I can make, if you don't want to give me the NBA roster, okay, definitely 100%, I would say a 45 and in, in, in under men's league in the YMCA.
1: The big three. You could probably be a serviceable point guard in the big three.
0: I, mean, I don't know Joe Johnson plays in the big three he's he's still fucking
1: I know some of those guys you're looking at I'd look at them just they,
0: like Katino mowgli oh boy, they could they could they, could still play oh yeah, Joe Johnson is like still ripped, yeah, and uh six seven <sighs> okay i'll I'll reevaluate this actually after you know yeah, because think, think about
1: think about who we were just intimidated by the big three. And think about how much quicker and and uh, younger the NBA players are.
0: First of all, the big three, I love the big three, but it is a collection of all the crazy gangster midfits of players of the yeah. NBA that just ultimately have a license to play basketball and make great entertainment for us. Yeah. I mean, Steven Jackson, yep. Joe Johnson, I mean... The one guy I really did like that was playing was what's his name who doesn't get a lot of credit but is probably one of the best point guards to ever play is um, Abdul... Um, Chris, Sharif, Ab- uh, Sharif Abdul uh, Rove? No. No, he's the point... He's the... That's the... Um, Jesus. He played with the Denver Nuggets. He was a point guard. Chris Jackson but he he turned Muslim. He was actually the first player to... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Great beard. He actually was the first... NBA one of the first NBA players to like jeez he, he played with LSU he played with uh, Shaq if I'm not mistaken
1: Muhammad Abdul we're getting there Rankif? we're getting there
0: Mahmoud Abdul Haki
1: Mahmoud sounds
0: good we're getting closer let's see put put which is what you do for Google because uh, we're not really getting the names really right put. Um, I don't know. Put like l DeBarge, light skinned dude. Mahmoud Abdul
1: Rauf. Yes. Shukran Yeah, <clears throat> he plays for the Three Headed Monsters. Rashard Lewis, monster beast. Uh, Jonathan Simmons,
0: Mahmoud Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. He that guy. If you if you ever watched his highlights, when he played. And I believe he played at LSU like for I think 2 years with um Shaq. Uh-huh. You want to talk about a natural scorer and point guard, man? Great. He can score anytime anywhere. There was a few point guards that didn't in the NBA that didn't really get like cuz 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 the league was so good. Like Rod Strickland is another one. Uh-huh. You know, played for the Knicks from like he's from New York. Um Abdul Raouf was another one, mm-hmm. like there were like those like six foot one point guard, six foot two. There was a lot of those back in like the nineties, right? They were just like really swifty. Nick Van Exel was another one. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of great man and man basketball was Yeah, you're right. Back to your point, and maybe we should close this out. Yeah, the game was so much better back then. But to, to my point again, I could, I could, I feel like I could play. I think I could play on like a D-League, make, make a D-League roster. Check out po- the,
1: the documentary they did, I think it was on HBO or Showtime, Point Gods
0: no, probably of not. NYC. No, I don't want to do that because that, that will remind me that I probably, whatever I just said for yes. the past 20 minutes. Forget but, it. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cameron was in it.
0: I'd rather watch the Bow Wow movie <laughs> with Morris Chestnut <laughs> to give me hope that I could play in the NBA than watch real basketball documentaries. Fair enough. Yeah, or Space Jam. I
1: think you would have the best... If you did make it to the NBA, you would easily have the best NBA player podcast. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah,
0: I mean, me and Draymond would have to kind of, like, figure it out. But Not like, even...
1: What a tough listen.
0: <laughs> I never heard it. Is it good?
1: I I've couldn't even get through, like... I couldn't get through a full
0: episode. And, but I heard it's rated, like, one of the best sports podcasts out. Is that because of, like, just, you know...
1: Listen, if you, listen, want, you good, don't want... You don't have to comment. If you want good sports podcasts... Up all the smoke with Stephen Jackson and um, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, mm-hmm. JJ Reddick's podcast. Love JJ. Old Man in the Three. I like JJ. Uh, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Knuckleheads. Yep. Those are those are the three for me. The three best sports podcasts out there. Oh, oh, and obviously the Pivot and I Am Athlete. Those are like my top, mm-hmm. my top five sports podcasts.
0: First of all, kudos to. First of all, thank you, and I'm not going to say why. It's not February. There seems to be a bit of a theme with your choices. I was,
1: I did have my YouTube up, and it was TK Kirkland performing at the Linwood Diner in Brooklyn. Casually, just watching that—that that was not up by design. Um, yeah, I yeah, those are those are great podcasts. Bill
0: Simmons obviously, you know, you know, that's
1: yeah, it. he's a good that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, he's
0: been around for a while, you know. There's some really good you know, and then there's a lot of other ones on you know, people are doing independently that are like, you know, that are well to do, do, do. Um listen, this po- listen, I'm a sports person, grew up on sports, sports saved me in a lot of many ways. I'll always talk about sports. Sometimes I'll talk a little too long about it, but what are you gonna do? You like your things, I like mine. What are you gonna do? Okay. You doing stand up? I just started booking dates for September heavily so I'm I took some time off doing stand up here and there but now it's the gears are starting to move so mm-hmm. I got some dates uh, in September that I'm lining them up and next week once I have everything finalized I'll release all the dates but um, as of right now I have September 21st I'll be in Plymouth at the World Tavern in Plymouth, uh, September 21st, doing a show there. That's on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got booked to do um, a show um, in New Hampshire. Sorry. Uh, so uh, doing. I'll be in New Hampshire in September. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for asking, though, by the mm-hmm. way. How about you? Where you at with it?
1: Open mics, has been writing. There you go. Yeah. You gone? Have you gone? Getting back. Have you gone? Getting back. I haven't gone yet. No, I've just okay. been preparing, and Prepare. I think we'll do like a little bebop, just all the haunts, you know, yeah. all get, the haunts.
0: Got to start. Guess, yeah.
1: My goal is to, be, is to be by winter, hopefully.
0: Um, get something going. Yeah. Get
1: something going, and and uh, you know, catch a show. See if I can get on a show.
0: Yeah, maybe you can come. Maybe we'll come. Maybe you can come to. Um, maybe you can come to Philly with me. In Philly. Love Philly. Yeah. Maybe come to Philly with me in September. Oh, West Palm. Ooh. I got that in the books, too. West
1: Palm's good.
0: If you want to come to West what Palm. What a different... I didn't mean to...
1: I'll go to both. That's yeah. A, that's when you a, said Philly, that's like it goes I nice. Love I love that. When you
0: West Palm, you, you sprout right back up. <laughs> fucking bougie bitch. I got to lay out the fucking aesthetics for you to like... You I know. mean,
1: I did say all the smoke and Old <laughs> Man the Three. So, it's you know, yeah. there yeah. it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but stand up, you know... Took time off. Had to get, get shit right. um, And we're right back to it. We're right back to it in September. So, you know, um, just trying to get... I mean, I had, like, even a booker asked me to send a tape. Like, you know... Um, How would you even do that? Well, this is the thing. They don't know me. I've never played The Room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do they know of me? Probably. Sure. But I have to treat this... I have to treat this new approach to my mindset with stand-up as if I'm an open micer, And I have to... I have to go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if that requires me to start as an open micer to a degree, or not so much as an open micer, but at least, you know, do the things that you need to do to get on shows, whatever it takes, hey. And if very well the person just may not know me. You know, they need to know it's it's business. I you get gonna it. you going to send
1: them a physical tape or are you going to...
0: I send if uh, yeah I, I don't I mean I don't have any tapes of me stand up like I don't have anything on the internet I kept it that way for 9 years 8 years mm-hmm. because a I'm really kind of I'm a slow burn type of guy I feel like you mm-hmm. know I'm a marathon guy I'm am am the, I'm, I'm, the mar- I'm the fucking the long term dude mm-hmm. I've always been like that I've never been, I've never took the short 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 term thing you know but I don't I have one tape from like me at the comedy connection in like 2018 that Mm -hmm. someone filled them for me it was a good set i'll use that if they can get something for out of that (laughs) i don't know what else to say (laughs) or i could just be like hey look at my fucking credits i could be like that but then they'll be like yeah but that was like like, that was like three years ago so you need (laughs) you need new credits so i'm like yeah so they got me there so i don't want to be that guy's like yeah Yeah, i I see see joey's crab shack here i don't (laughs) for in
1: 2018 yeah
0: Oh yeah, you know. Good night. Yeah. I mean it's like yeah, the whole thing with this is the thing to a certain comedian's credits matter. You're it's earned and you should always, you know, be unapologetically proud of what you've done. But sometimes I also feel like you know, people still lean on like really really older credits, you know. And 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 it's like it doesn't force them to come up with like new material or they just you know, if you understand what I'm saying There's a behavior There's dude. a behavior, there's a behavior to a, to, For people to, to, that are doing it Yeah And people that are not doing it And I'm I've Have to be honest with myself I kind of put myself in Like not doing it category
1: Yeah I mean you just I've asked been, me If I'm going to Mike's And I'm like yeah, uh,
0: No yeah. You're not doing it But when I do it Do it It's like night and day It's yeah. like Why the fuck Are you not doing this continuously You know what I mean Because people are like Yo you need to do this all the time Yeah Because if you do it all the time, you, go, you are going to turn the corner. Yep. But hey, what are you going to do? Life happens, shit happens, you know, I'll go through shit, you know? You got to state, you got to... <sighs> I, I, I wish I had the answers. I wish I was like, hey, I had a fucking great set. Someone saw me, put me on TV and fucking, and it's, it's off from there. Or I get a million followers and it doesn't work like that, man. Hmm. You know, this, this stand-up comedy game is like, you got to go through all the fucking... You got to go through all the shit. Yeah. Not wanting to do it, sometimes doing it, <clears throat> want to do it all the time when and no one to take Britt. I don't fucking know, dude. You're doing. Maybe your I'll thing. call Antoine. Maybe he has some thing. advice for me. Antoine yeah, well, I mean, Walker. I think
1: after this podcast, he, he he knows exactly
0: where your mind's at. First of all, lace it up, Antoine. I I hope. Th- First of all, lace. It up. Are you okay, Antoine? You do you, do we need to send you a box of HelloFresh? Yeah, because <laughs> you let yourself go. And I don't want you to be that way. You
1: know, Twan has a lot on his plate. He had, well, well figuratively Shit, and physically. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I, you know... <sighs> I miss Antoine. Yeah, I, I miss, I miss I like seeing miss fit, fit Antoine. Yeah, because he always was a little big.
0: The, well, the confidence was there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Remember
0: Antoine Walker, dude? His confidence, dude? No matter if he shot fucking 23 threes, when un, like, un- contested, like t- t- contested threes, which I hated from him. Uh-huh. However... Like, he still did. He never cared. There was one thing about that guy at one point. Where if you looked at him, you could be like, his confidence is not lacking. No, Even no. Even in press conferences and things like that. And then for some reason, it kind of... Dwindled. Dwindled. And maybe that kind of fell around the time where the money thing, I don't know, or he was getting traded. Who he had knows? He a lot going on. He had a lot going on. I always... I, I like think Antoine those too. types of players, I think Antoine could have crushed in this era.
1: <clears throat> 'Cause he was athletic. He could get up and down the court very quickly. He had nice handles. He could play. And his he wasn't afraid to shoot the three. What they would have done with him was that instead of posting and forcing up whatever the fuck he used to do when he was in the post. Sometimes it was good I mean, sometimes he would just spin, hook, get it, you know, like and, and finish. But other times you were like, dude, make up your mind. Are you shooting or are you going to the post?
0: Played, I think they would have said to him I think they would have been like He played so hard each possession He bro. did That's the thing Like Rebounding He just He was a great I mean when he was at Kentucky I mean he could move up the, Yeah but I, I want to
1: switch gears I want to keep it basketball But no, I, this, this pop in my head What would you do If you were Russell Westbrook's agent Right now What's the conversation You're having with him
0: First of all We need to get you Fucking some new clothes What the fuck are you wearing dude why are you dressing <laughs> like you designed the Mona Lisa? <laughs> what you, What is going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. Forget about basketball. Are you okay? Put a shirt on. Put a shirt on. It's fucking Thursday afternoon <laughs> in downtown Oklahoma. Why do you have nipples out? Yeah. Okay. That's number one. Uh, first, I would ask him, are you okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing for me is are you okay? Are
0: you doing okay? Are you doing okay? Secondly, I would be saying to him, do you want to, what's your, what do you want from, what, what, what do you want? Do you want to win or do you not want to win? Like, what do you want? Do you want to go for a championship or do you want to try to make as much money as you can as you Yeah, like, I mean, he made millions of millions of dollars money-wise. Um, actually, can I can be honest with you. I want to ask him shit. I would basically just let him do whatever the hell he wants, and because it's been working money wise, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what his that's agents my, that's my have agent, been. Mom, um, um, those are my agent, I guess, um, help pull tips. <laughs> I would let all my clients do whatever the fuck they want as long as they were making me money.
1: <laughs> I would literally, if if I'm if I'm if I'm trying to get his, if I'm trying to cement his legacy. I'm his, saying cement his clothing. I'm saying Ugh. I'm saying let's ease up on the assless chaps in the tunnel. Let's um,
0: with the traveler bag, by the way.
1: Let's take a a ten million dollar pay cut instead of forty two million. Let's go down to thirty two million. You're not going to miss that ten. They're going to be able to add some support players, and it's going to be a show of good faith to the Lakers.
0: I don't think he doesn't with with Westbrook. It doesn't matter how many good players are around him. This dude has played, has been lucky to play with the best basketball players in the world for a long time. Kevin Durant, seven, eight years in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Fucking, then he goes to Houston Rockets, plays with James Harden. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, and then it's like, now he's with the fucking LeBron James. How many good players do you need? It's not the players. So this would be my- It's you, Westbrook. This would be my second option. fucking Cool Runnings fucking (laughs) t-shirt. Senka, you did? did.
1: (laughs) He does wear. He does wear nostalgia tees. Second option, Russ is we're going to China, and we're taking this show international. Now I understand this is a blow to your ego, but clearly sticking around this season in the NBA once he maxes, once he gets through this year, because nobody's going to assign him to another max extension or whatever, whatever the thing is. He's gonna he's going to be making very little money Let's go. Come on. Nihao, nihama. Mhm. Strap up. We're going and yep. he's going to be making mm-hmm. probably the same amount of money, maybe a, maybe a little bit less in China, yeah, but, but he's going to be a god.
0: But there's but but there's a lot there's way more there's way more upside than going to China than staying here. More kimchi?
1: Yeah. Bok choy? The food is just, is yeah. exceptional over there.
0: I think humbleness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Westbrook is a humble dude. He comes from like the camp of like you know. I, I think he's. I don't know the guy. I really like him as an athlete. Yeah. He's one of the best athletic point guards that I've ever played in this game.
1: I think he has depended on that for so long, and I think now that it's going away, and now that he's becoming less of less explosive he's like fuck I should have practiced I should have practiced dribbling and mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. Um, because he was able to fucking average the most triple doubles in NBA history just off of pure athleticism
0: yeah, I mean the guy is phenomenal specimen don't get me wrong um, the game of basketball is more than that though yeah you know the game of really a lot of what comes with a lot of team sports team sports not individual sports now, if he played an individual sport where he didn't have to rely on anyone else, then maybe it would have been a little bit different. Who yep. knows? Um, but if you're talking about purely from a team sport perspective and you need other people to help you, I mean, it takes a certain individual, you know? That's why I feel like LeBron James will be, always be on top of Kevin Durant as a, as a better player. Because Kevin Durant, I'm sorry, LeBron James makes other people fucking better. Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of like where it's everyone gets a taste Mm -hmm. in the game, you know, I can't tell you like how many assists fucking Kevin Durant, you know, averaged. you know, Mm -hmm. and now I'm not, no, 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 I mean, I'm not talking, I'm just saying, and maybe that's not his, he was what he's brought in to do. Maybe they know, Hey, you're coming here to shoot and fucking, that's what you know. We're not here to pay you to pass. Yeah. (laughs) So. You know. no, his whole. What do you think about the whole? And if you don't want to stay on basketball, we don't have to. But no, we could.
1: Yeah. What do you think about the whole uh, Jalen Brown
0: situation?
1: And, first of and all, all, the all way you, First of all,
0: first of all, fuck you, Alright. Fuck you, and I don't even swear a lot on this podcast. I'm trying to make this a family friendly podcast, but you bring it out of me. The way you used me to to talk about my past of basketball and this whole solitically of fucking Westbrook. Really, really just only the only reason why you were doing that was to ask me that question because you love and affection for Jalen Brown. <laughs> you never gave
1: you, two you shits connected about the what I thought. From fucking 10 episodes ago where I was like, you know what? I don't really like Jason Tatum as much as I like Jalen
0: Brown. You know what? And you know what? Because I know what you're doing, I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna go straight to this and just say this rest in peace to Bill Russell. Yeah. Oh man. And I and that's another thing. A real winner. And, and on and off the court. And can you give this guy, rest in peace to Bill Russell, the all time great basketball player ever. It's eleven NBA championships mm-hmm. in a time where they didn't even fucking want him to play. Yeah, at times, most uh, in, my, in my the
1: most um, successful basketball player ever. Period. I think successful means you've won championships and you've your accolades. You've all all together. Mm-hmm. But, uh, in my opinion, most successful basketball. I'm not
0: talking player. about also the other championships he won in college at San Francisco University. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm also not talking about the one who also won the Olympics as well. Mm-hmm. So let's take that out, right? He's a beast. So, but can you just give this man Bill Russell a f- a statue in front of the TD Garden, please? <sighs> a better one than he has. Yeah, I put something on Facebook, which I never do. My my, which is my my personal opinions. <laughs> I never put my personal opinions on Facebook because I never been that guy. Because no. number one, it's a it's a recipe for a disaster for most cases. It's
1: for like aunts to talk about their foot surgeries. It's, it's that's what the platform ridiculous. Has. Yeah. If you
0: go on Facebook every day and say and talk about your feelings, you are, how should I say this, respectively ninety
1: percent of America.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just don't get it. I never was that, but to, I felt like I needed to just for that for this moment. Bill Russell has a little ass fucking statue you, in, in Government Center. Okay,
1: and you look. It looks like you could pl- you could take him in basketball. That's how the, that's how unimpressive the statue is. Yeah.
0: And then what I said was, oh, can we at least give the man who has 11, 11 world championships that gave us eleven world championships? Can you just give him a statue at the place that he gave you know that yeah. yeah. well, and I had to use an example while well, and I know it's a hockey town and people love hockey, but Bobby Orr won two cups. And he has the most beautiful statue there, right? And you can't give fucking Bill Russell, who won 11 championships. And not only that, was part of fucking uh, uh, a civil rights movements and, and social activism. It's a mess. And, and, and two fucking idiots from Boston, who I won't name, who've probably played at fucking uh, Bridgewater State College you fucking ugh. He goes oh well you know they um you know they the reason why they gave bill Rustin a statue at government center because they wanted to show he was more of a man than he wasn't an that he was an athlete and in all the, based on all the contributions made they wanted to recognize him more of a man so that's why they gave it to my government center i was like hey hey cunt <laughs> they you know who, who was the government center only people who f- doesn't pay parking violations and, <laughs> and fucking- criminals criminals
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and people that
0: like jersey mikes yeah and also people who need more fucking zoning permits to build more fucking cupcakes <laughs> establishments in cambridge who gives a fuck give the man give the man an over
1: exaggerated statue uh, disproportionate to his actual so give him an 8 foot statue
0: Give the guy a statue. And I don't know the in-betweens. Maybe they did already offer it hit to him. And he said, no. Who knows? I don't Probably. know. Bill wasn't,
1: a, Bill wasn't a big...
0: He, he wasn't a big, you know, thing. I don't blame him. But to say, oh, well, would they... You know, come on. You're going to give a man who only who won two, World, two two Stanley Cups?
1: That's what I don't like either. We're not a fucking... Yeah, we are a hockey town. But, like, this is a basketball... Boston is a basketball town.
0: If you tell... Listen, it's a hockey town, too. Don't get me wrong. But listen, we're talking about a guy 11 championships. What do we... What, is, what know, else does he have to do? Yeah. Or give me a statement as to why we don't. I need to know. I need wow. to know. Right? Shaquille O'Neal has one uh, 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 down in Staples Center. He's got three mm-hmm. with Kobe. He's got one. Three. You're trying to tell me a guy with 11... You can't forget about the full statue. I'll even give you how about a sneakers, bronze <laughs> sneakers. How about that? Does Larry Bird have a statue? He doesn't. Okay. I, I don't believe so. So I don't believe he does. This is a bigger issue. I actually I think he, we got Google. We gotta fact check this. Yep, we gotta fact check this. Cause if he if Larry Bird has one and Bill Russell doesn't have one, oh, oh. And you know who I know, Nick.
1: I'll go to them. I don't think he does. No, he has one in Indiana.
0: No, he doesn't have one. Okay. Yeah,
1: he's got one in Indiana. He doesn't have one in Boston.
0: All right. I just don't understand how Larry Bird and Bill Russell doesn't have their own, like, statues at the car. I don't know. And again, they could have said no. I don't know. I mean, I like Bill Russell's statue.
1: I actually, you know, I'm looking at it right now. I kind of like it. Yeah, they got to put it somewhere better than government center.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm asking. So rest in peace, Bill Russell. Um, You know, the greatest one or the one of the greatest that can be arguably debatable. But I don't know how you can uh, debate um, that he was the best winner of all time. Um, Yeah, so it is what it is. (sighs) Also reminds me, too, that. You know what? Actually, actually talking to you about this, you know, the whole sports—we're um, we talking about sports and me playing in the NBA, possibly at my age right now and stuff like that. After t- really talking about Bill Russell and Antoine Walker and Russell Westbrook, and 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 we left out, you know, Shaquille. You're right. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't be able to make the NBA.
1: People were like. Oh, Bill Russell was so undersized; he wouldn't have lasted five minutes. He was six foot nine, and he was an Olympic sprinter and high jumper, and he won eleven championships in Chuck Taylor's.
0: Oh, yeah!
1: Give him, give him, a, give him an orthotic in a in a nice high top sneaker, lightweight high top sneaker, ninety
0: seven Air Max up tempo preferably. Yeah, yeah, give him a hyper dunk. Think, think about it. it. He'd be dunking all your face. With he'd his, be it fucking dick in your face. He'd have
1: 15 champions and put him on possible. the Warriors. Yeah. Take yeah. take replace. This is the next thing we're gonna hear. What? Uh, f- fucking Draymond Green. I'm not a big. I don't like Draymond Green as a player. Mm-hmm. I I don't like his. Um. I think he's I think he's wildly overrated. They're gonna start saying oh. He's kind of like the Bill Russell of our, or That's the Dennis Shut Rodman. Up. No, he's
0: not. It's just absurd. No, he's not. It's absurd. No, he's not. Draymond Green is Draymond Green. That's it. You know?
1: I, I hope I hope he does leave
0: the Warriors. Dennis Robin, in, in, do you understand? You know, Dennis, you know how many rebounds Dennis Rodman was averaging in his, in his peak? Oh, like 20, 20, so, 20 rebounds. You know how tall he was, dude? Six, seven. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was guarding Shaquille O'Neal, dude. It was guarding centers, bro. The
1: difference between Dennis Rodman and Draymond Green is is so the gap is so insurmountable. Dennis it's Rodman insane. in his
0: prime would lock the shit up of, Dennis, yeah. of, of Draymond Green. He would just force him left. I didn't mean to open I this camera. I would can force you, Draymond Green, left. W- at my age, bring it. I'll come outside. <laughs> I'll come to the bay. I'll guard you so up close; it would be so uncomfortable. You would think I'm a great defender, and and it just wouldn't be. You, you, would just you literally...
1: and I, you and I, talk all this shit. The moment we, the moment Draymond Green's body takes up the entire doorway of whatever room we were meeting him in, mm-hmm. we would completely change our two.
0: I mean, at that point, I have to. I'm, but this is the, for me, the though. Thing. Like, I have to. I have to like earn my. I would have to earn my disappointment. Yeah, That's how I am. Yeah. I don't like to not earn it. I I don't like to quit, like, not say, like, you know. That's the upsetting part is like,
1: yeah, okay, I I still think he's overrated. I still wouldn't, he doesn't, I still don't think he deserves a max contract. He's averaged eight points. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't even break double digits. No. He is so significantly better than 90% of... Active basketball players that are getting paid to play basketball right now. Sure. That's how insane the NBA is. How much do you think I should get paid? I think you should, get, I think you should like, make was... six figures in basketball somehow. That's, thank you. Now, I don't know if that means you're the best equipment manager mm. for a professional team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means you're a practice player making 100 a year and by practice player like they need someone to shoot to so that they other players can get the rebound but i think if an nba gm is listening which I, which would be a pleasant and shocking surprise there's a few um i think you could you really you're a clubhouse guy you really could you really could contribute to a clubhouse
0: You make things sound so good when in reality it's so bad. Like you, you st- have to. Yeah, th- I like that. Like you know how to give good, you bad news well. E- well. You know, and I'm and I would like to learn how to do that. Because I'm more like, "Oh, Nick, um yeah, you can't fucking play. Mm-hmm. And you're old." Mm-hmm. And but, yeah.
1: but that's obvious See what's not so obvious Is I bring a great energy To the clubhouse The guys would really like me I do that a lot um, I'm not deductive I wouldn't take anything Away from anyone <sighs> It's not like I'm coming For anyone's roster spot
0: Deductive That's a great word Yeah that's a, that's, I feel like that's a nice Boardroom verbiage
1: Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and they'd be like You know what Nick I'm impressed I don't know where We'll put you But guess what Come in on Monday We'll find something for you.
0: I've been, I've been, I've been studying my vocabulary words that start with eyes this weekend. Okay, so I've been um, learning words that start with eyes and learning how to use them. So words like inclined. Uh huh. That's a good one. Inclined, intrusive. That's another good one. These are great. Keep going. Yeah, um, indigo.
1: It's a color. Okay.
0: Okay. Inclination.
1: Okay, great. Yep. I'm not remembering these, so I those are 3 or 4 that I did not.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Introvert. Good. Um intrinsic. Intrinsic. Yeah. So okay. next week's um it's the Hs. I go backwards on the alphabet.
1: That's interesting.
0: It's usually A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, E, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, I go H, I, I go Z, Y. You go I, 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 H. Yeah, I go backwards. Okay. Yep.
1: Oh, I can't wait for, I can't wait for some of the other letters. (laughs) You're really in the thick of it.
0: Yeah yeah you pick a vocabulary where it's kind of like that they you know every day and you just kinda i you know I need because I need to I, I I just gotta read you just <laughs>
1: seem so much more interesting when you have a good vocabulary. people just trust you more
0: that's the thing I just don't believe in that crocker shit I do, but i like i how should I say this respectively talking I th- c- talking like I've just never been a fan of how should I say this. I like... Because I, every time... And you tell me this. If it's fair... If it, if this is a fair judgment. Every time someone talks like smart... Not smart. Because smart's all relative. Can't articulate their words. Their vocabulary is like very high. I feel like I can't trust them. Because it's like you're just making words really sound a lot more cooler right and let me give you the real honest answer when i saw fucking what's his name john leguizamo in that movie carlito's way and Mm -hmm. he got burned by that investment banker Mm -hmm. because he knew how to fucking say a lot of cool words and made him and he ended up being a fucking piece of shit and robbed him of all his money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't trust people who fucking know how to talk smart. But if you know those words, you can
1: tell that they're not. See, I disagree. I think if you oh, know. I'm wrong. I, I think just, if you I know just, those I words. I have to change my mindset for sure. I think if you know those words, you can just go, well, you're, you're being very buzzwordy. You're using a lot of, you're, you're being very hand wavy. You're, you're using a lot of like platitude. You haven't answered the question.
0: What was the question?
1: I don't remember.
0: Well maybe whose problem is that? (laughs) We're inside.
1: I I'm not inclined (laughs) to say.
0: It doesn't really matter.
1: (laughs) I think a good vocabulary I think it's it's needed. But you can tell you could so tell when someone just learned a word. Yeah. You know? Like when they just like got in it's like a new piece of clothing where you're like, you haven't worn that in yet. Right. You know, you're still walking around like, you know, I don't want to scuff this word up. Yeah. I don't want to put creases in this word yet because I'm just taking it out for the first time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have a decent vocabulary. Yeah. I could, I could, I could, you know, sauce it up a little bit at times. I just, I don't know. I just, sometimes I just, it shit doesn't make sense. And I'll just say words that don't make sense, but people understand what I'm saying. And then I don't know. I write shit down if someone
1: says something where I'm like oh that's interesting the way that you said that yeah where it's like no 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 this person's a really good clubhouse a good addition you know those sayings to me are just very interesting
0: and also, too, i met a lot of people throughout my life that, like, they know how to talk very, very, like, eloquently. Uh-huh. They know how to articulate words very good. But they, it was just a mask of how really shitty they were as a human being.
1: Well, there's a lot of those people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But I met
0: all those people. I never... <laughs> like I-
1: <laughs> like every single one of yeah, them? Yeah, a lot.
0: Most of them have been shitty people. I haven't yet to... I met, a, you know, along the ways, it's been more, not less, you know? So I'm trying to, like, balance it by, like, meeting more... You know, people who are more you know real that can talk like that. My friend you know? wrote me something like like, like what's his name? I'll fucking Russell Brand. I'd meet him. He's great. He talks eloquently. He's great. Smart guy. Yeah. Real motherfucker. He's great. Vegan. Does jiu-jitsu. You know, Russell Brand's the type of dude where I feel like I gotta have him in my in my in my in my phone. Where I feel like anything that you have a problem with, he'll know something about. Mm-hmm. Like he'll help you, like, you know? Yeah. Like he's got that vibe. He wears he wears beads. Any guy with long hair and beads and white linen, uh-huh. I trust him.
1: Yeah, I like Russell no? Brand. He knows he knows the economy of words. He knows how to use yes, words so that they're that. effective. <clears throat> yeah. I gotta do that. And see, I think that's a, that's great to have and you just but you start with a word. You know? You start with the word, and then you just build on that. That's it. That's all you can do.
0: You know? That's what I do. Uh, well, I have to start with two words. Well,
1: we're on the eyes this week. Shit.
0: Well, we got to get to ease very fast, because emotionally vacant is a word that I need to start exploring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> emotionally vacant is good. I like that. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to solve the problem, but you're, actually, you're being very emotionally vacant at the moment. That's good
0: There's been times I surprise myself Sometimes here and there you know? I, I had a
1: friend write something to me Because he wrote it He wrote it to me I was sitting at my day job And I was I was, I was being just You know like oh, These fucking people In tech The I way that they talk Hate them And the way that they Boring he, he wrote this to me He goes Next time someone asks you Something trivial And to, to You know how people just try And make smart talk like He goes Just say I'll never care I'm being, to, I'm being paid to feign interest in your goings-on, but I want you to know that absolutely nothing about your existence stokes the fire of my depressed curiosity.
0: I said that in 1995. <laughs> I said that in 1995, right before the Converse High Tops came out when Converse reinvented their marketing <laughs> brand. <laughs> When they came out with the lethal weapons, when they
1: tried to remake an uh, 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 an updated version of the lethal weapons, that was your reaction.
0: This is not. In addition, to when the grandma ma shoes came out, <sighs> yes, I mean, but good. For, I mean, that's great. I love that. You know.
1: You know, those are things where you just have to understand. I think, like, I think, I think, how, the economy of words. I think the way that you use words and how intentional you are with things, you know, doesn't have to be pretentious at all. I no. think it elevates the a conversation and I think
0: it's for sure it does, hundred percent. You know? Hundred percent. I mean honestly I'm obvious obviously I'm also just being, you know, facetious when I say that. Bam. You see how I came back?
1: Yeah. It was very it was very subtle. Uh and you and you introduced a pause there too to to, to, to maybe think like mm, he's struggling to find the word. No nope. he's not. Nope locked and
0: loaded you know where you know where i learned that being outside cut to the chase podcast guys thank you for tuning in we will be back with another episode please subscribe like and share um nick what you got for your social
1: um pay to my side check it out
0: you heard him i'm at chase abel c-h-a-s-c-a-b-e-l on instagram and guys Full alert announcement! I got a TikTok. I fucking got a TikTok. I created one. It's ChaseAble underscore comedian, and I'm on there. And supposedly it's good, and you get people get more looks, even more views. I've been told that. Um, the last clip that I we posted up uh, with Ivana Benetti, which is an episode I just did, a comedian, uh, a very very uh, funny, adorable. Um, She posted a clip on TikTok, 20,000 views already. So, and Nick told me that before. Listen, I don't listen. I know I don't, but I, I'm starting to. Hey guys, if you really want to advance your life in some things, you got to listen to your friends. And hopefully you guys will listen to us next time. I'm out. Peace.